Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Shadow Artist Experiment. This is our last episode. I'm uh, your host, Josh Bell, and with me, as always, the lovely Gabby. Hello. Hi, Gabby. How are you doing? I am absolutely wonderful. How are you? I'm doing, making it through life as we do. I know. Guys, Josh and I just had a good cry together. Just saying. So I what did not you? cry. Yeah. There were no tears. All right, I cried. I always cry. That's true. <laughs> so we're talking about the epilogue, which actually isn't really that long, guys. Uh, so who knows how long this episode is actually going to be. Uh, it's two pages. So let's see how long we can draw out two pages. No, mine was of- longer. I think we have different epilogues. I'm trying to get to mine on my Kindle and my Kindle is not responding to me right now. It's being really, uh, there we go. Oh yeah, well then then she has all the questions and stuff, which I wasn't gonna read the questions. Oh, you know what I was identifying as epilogue, even though it's not, um, is what she asks of people going forward. Oh, that's in the epilogue though, she. Okay. Um, yeah, so what's really interesting about the epilogue is it really goes into the meat of why she ends up, to some, to some degree, she sums up the journey that we went on throughout the, the artist's way. I think that's an amazing, an amazing thing. She took 12 chapters, condensed it down to one and said, gonna keep happening. It's gonna keep going. <laughs> which I really loved. I loved, I loved the epilogue. I'm glad rinse did. and repeat. Yeah, She's... basically rinse and repeat. She's basically saying start over. Exactly. Um, she says in ending the book, she yearned for a final flourish. Alas, Philip of imagination that would sign the book. This is the small harmless conceit. I felt until I remember the number of times I've enjoyed painting and been distracted by the outside artistic signature of its marker. So in the end, no final flourishes here. <laughs> yes, she wants I flourish, love it. doesn't have a flourish. Yeah. So what I really love is the, uh, actually in the next, like literally it's only a few pair, it's like six paragraphs, I think total. And she says, uh, well, yeah. I read the book many years ago, Precocious 12-Year-Old Child. Uh, Oh, she's talking about a different book. But then she says, the path, a spiral path, is how I think of the artist's way. As we pursue climbing it, we circle back on the same views over and over at slightly different altitudes. I've been here before, we think, hitting a spell of drought. And in a sense, we have been. The road is never straight. Growth is a spiral process, doubling back on itself, reassessing and regrouping. Wow, that's oddly poignant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Funny how Julia hit you at exactly the right time on the right day. Wow, uh, right? Yeah. So, uh, so Gabby and I were having a conversation before this about uh, the best way to put it is those uh, negative self-beliefs that we have on ourselves and how hard it is to, how hard it is and isn't to move past them. Um, Which is so ironic, talking about- chapter one, and here we are circling back and in, and in the spiral, circling back to chapter one, the negative yeah. self-beliefs that we, we are re- now returning to, disempowering beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's 
such an interesting thing to have it just play out in front of you as you're moving through it. Uh, and especially interesting for Gabby and I who are running uh, the how we begin our creative journey with a few other people who are just hitting that for who are hitting um, chapter one and moving into chapter two now. Um, it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful to have that sense of relief actually about <laughs> knowing knowing the path but not knowing it right yeah, yeah we've done the journey it was interesting as we were talking we're we're in the epilogue and we're talking to people that are are taking on chapter one this week and it was really interesting to see them tackling fear and anxiety and that safety that chapter was actually really unsafe. It was kind of a yeah. chapter. And yeah. you know, we can see it now on the other side of it, what they're going through. And we can say, we can have our pom-poms out and cheer for them. I didn't realize that at, at, at the time, just how um, dark the work was in chapter one. Yeah, it, so if you guys, if you guys don't remember chapter one, it's all about looking at uh, these, the villains of your story and the heroes of your story, those champions and those, uh, the people who put you down and really affected you as an artist. Uh, what I'm beginning to realize, uh, I guess, is something, um, oh, sorry, somebody called me. Um, spam risk for those on, uh, on the playful wellness group and for those who are listening well i'm sorry you just found out i had a phone call um but what's really interesting is looking back and thinking of uh thinking of this quote that is all over instagram all the time which is you can't choose uh you can't necessarily choose your well-being as a child things will happen um will happen at you um and ha like to a large degree because you don't have the you don't have the same kind of mental capacity as an adult does to take control of those uh, of those things that are happening you uh, happening to you and really gain sovereignty of your life. And when you're first reading it, you're just kind of being attacked. You're being attacked because you don't necessarily see uh, you as not being that sovereign person in your life. You see yourself as being an adult. You're out there in the world. You're doing this. You don't ever. You don't label yourself as uh, selfish or as um, as a good art like you don't you don't I, I went right for the negative you don't label, label yourself as a good artist you label yourself with all of these negatives what you can't do and who you aren't and negatives can be great as long as you don't hold on to them um, and as long as you can turn them into affirmations as long as you can turn them into the lessons that you need to progress forward and that's, and that's the problem is that when you're getting lost in the muck, you're only seeing the, those negative traits uh, that people have called out on you or that you call out on yourself. You're not seeing how those, are benef those benefited you at one time. You can let that go and use them to benefit you now uh, to progress forward and be better. All of the, yeah. And when, when you're in the muck and the mire, it really is hard because you're in it you're in the quagmire and you're struggling through it. And it's about right here and right now and what's in front of your face. So much of this book, you helped me struggle through because I was in the quagmire and I was in the muck and I was in the thick of it. 
And then when you start to get to the other side of the quagmire, and you will, we've, we've all gone through quagmires and muck and swamps and bad times in our life. We've been through breakups my, and disillusionment and letdowns. Most of us have got fi fired at one time or another from a job or had something go wrong in a relationship. We've all been through the muck. And the deeper the quagmire, the harder it is to see the lessons on the other side of it. It's not until you begin to get to the other side of it that you get the learning. So it is about, and that's one, that's the beautiful thing about this book to just bring it all back home is we did so much muck. And at the same time, you get to chapter 12 and she says, life is an artist aid. It took us 12 fucking weeks to get there, to get to the joy, to get to exploration and curiosity and the good stuff. But we had to go through all that to finally begin to see life is an artist aid. It's also uh, beginning to be okay with the unknown and that curiosity. To be curious, you have to be okay with not knowing something and not knowing how something is going to end up, especially as an artist. When you're, when you're starting a, Gabby and I write, so when you're starting a piece, if you know everything that is going to happen in the story, that, as, as from, my, from my experience, I can't speak from you, Gabby, if I know everything that's going to happen in the story, then I don't write the story. It's not because I don't want to tell the story. It's because the story is already told. I know the results. I know how it's going to happen. And that's not to say that like you should uh, only tell a story that you don't know the ending, but you have to leave yourself open for the exploration of the middle parts. You yeah. have to leave I yourself open. First, I love working my way towards an ending. So I often think, what what is the ending here? What am I working towards? But gosh, it's not the ending. It's it, it's the journey. And what comes uh, up. So cheesy. I so know. cheesy. Might be true, but so right. cheesy. And uh, put my cheese on today. And that's and it's okay. And it's one of like, uh, we always talk about how this is like, this book is all about a recovery of self and to a very large degree and bringing yourself out there. And that's, and that's part of it is, uh, she talks a lot about nurturing your inner child and it's not just nurturing your inner child. Your goal is to constantly help that version of your inner child to grow up um, and to be working with them because don't get me wrong. You're, I guess if you're going to think about it, you have a billion inner child, inner children in you. There's a billion of them. It's, it's being, it's not even telling the inner child to grow up. It, it, it's healing the inner child. Yes. And um, we've talked about what it is to be a grown up. That's a little bit different. Grown ups take responsibility. And your inner child can be that joyful, expressive. It's, it's the wounded inner child that's a victim. Yes. That we want to take the victim mentality out of it. And well, then, the only way to not be a victim anymore is to be a responsible human being, to be the adult. That happy inner child, artist state inner child, let that be. 
Yeah. Enjoy so, that. So the better metaphor I would think would be, because I screwed up my first metaphor, uh, is you are the adults to the inner child and you have to keep it safe. How's that, yes. Gabby? Yes, it's like there's two yous. I love that, Josh. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, you get your, you are the response, you are responsible for your own inner child. Yeah. That's and really, the, I love that. Ooh, yeah. Josh. Ooh. Well, and, well, and there's a lot of us, there's a lot of us that aren't, um, or a lot of us that are learning to. Mm-hmm. I, it, this has been a huge learning process for me. Yeah. It's, and I mean, there's oh, still. Oh, oh, and going on re with responsibility, though. So what I was saying about the epilogue is what she says, the end of the end of the end of the book, after the questions and everything else. So you talked about this being a very selfish journey that we explore in here. Mm -hmm. And it really was. It, the whole creative journey was very internal. In fact, in the definitions of each chapter, the word, I thought it was external and it ended up being internal. Which is very confusing for some of these words. And then she flips it at the very end. We've talked about doing the abundance challenge and all of that. And abundance comes through sharing. And so the very end, we've done all of this work on here and she flips it around and says, now go share it. Go take it out into the world that it's meant to be free, that she's been asked to do workshops and weekends and retreats, la la la, and she is, kept it to the price of the book for a reason that she that this is a gift to everyone that she wants it to be free she wants anybody that wants it to be able to explore it and she says now go start a group and share it and do it again and we did and we did yeah um i am so blessed uh to have the group especially when they ask something like well what uh today we, we got the well what did you take what's your biggest takeaway from this and i gave i gave an answer and i stand by my answer um but at the same time i understand that having gone through the spiral the two times that i've gone through is i am not there yet i was not there yet as i went through it to really embody what I need to eventually take away from this book. Do I know what that is? No, but I know there's something there and I know there's something more. And I think that's a wonderful thing, um, especially knowing myself and knowing the kind of growth that I, uh, that I wish to have and that I'm working on. And I think it's kind of the same. It's kind of, I think, I think it's kind of the same way for everybody who goes into it. Like, sure, you want to be a creative. That's great. But once you get through the book, there's so much more to it than that. Oh, yeah. 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 I think I've only tapped my little toe into the pool of creativity so far. And the benefits have been exponential in terms of my emotional health. You're going through something right now and you're, you're in a quagmire and yet it is giving you the resources to at least identify that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. It's so, and you know that, that all of this experience is going to be a teachable moment that you're gonna share and you're just gonna transcend and all of everything that, that you're 
your personal growth and development is part of that puzzle of what we're putting together with the group that you're going to be able yeah. to send this to them now. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Oh, thank you, Gabby. And thank you for being my co-everything during this. Except thank you. Yeah. It's funny, we've changed places. Oh, so bizarre. So, uh, <laughs> I, I am, I, yeah. <laughs> so Gabby, um, since this is an epilogue and I think we can get away with it because it's an epilogue, uh, do you want to talk to this lovely audience about where we're going next? Well, so I always think, I always think of epilogues as, okay, so they're the end of the story, right? No, they're the beginning of the next story, no matter what it is. Uh, and, that's what's, and that's what's so interesting about epilogues is that like you get to the end, sure, the epilogue is tying things up, but it's also leaving you so much. I always think of the Harry Potter epilogue and you know, we don't like JK Rowling anymore, uh, but, <laughs> no. but, Damn, but, you know, but, about, mm, okay, sorry, you brought it up. I know, and I like bringing up the grief that people have about it. It's, in, well, that J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter are like what we've talked about, you've identified with me and Jackson Pollock. Can you differentiate the art from the artist? Can you appreciate the art, even though the views of the artist may not be your own views? Uh, yeah. That's been an awesome theme. So there you go. You you brought the theme back home. Well, it's it's hard. It's hard tell. I always think it's hard telling, depending on how much money they're making on it. Uh. Well, Pollock made a lot of money too, baby. So it still is. So based on um based on where I'm at in my journey, I have been talking uh, and I've talked throughout this about the prosperous heart. That is not the book that I am going to be doing. Um, and it's not because I don't want to be doing The Prosperous Heart. Uh, I just know that there is a more important avenue for me to be going right now, um, which is also another Julia Cameron book. Uh, I am going to be going through the... I always have to look at the book because I keep forgetting it, uh, forgetting the title. Oh, where did I put it? Okay, this is fun, folks. Uh, the Listening Path. Uh, which is a guide to learning how to listen and actually uh, how to channel, which is interesting. Um, if, uh, if you guys run in the spiritual community, um, Julia Cameron talks a lot about connecting with uh, creator and bringing it down into the world. And that's channeling. And in her, I think it's one of her newer books, The Listening Path, is talking directly about that and opening yourself up to... Uh, opening yourself up to the world around you to really bring it in. And I'm hoping shutting the fuck up because that's what I need to be learning how to do. You don't need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I need to listen better is what well, I need to do. Yeah, the, the self-judgment, let go of it. You have a lot of good things to say, Josh. That I'm supporting you and saying you, you are valid. So... so because Gabby is great. Listening is absolutely the keys to the universe. At people just want to be gotten in life. So you are going to come out of this book and you want to be gotten. I have a feeling that Julia is going to turn it in on you again. 
that we think it's learning how to listen to other people, which is so valuable. Don't get me wrong. That is the keys to the universe. And I have a feeling that it's also the listening of you. So, um, yes. So, uh, I went, so I went through the book because it is only a six week book and we're going, and what, uh, what else we're doing is a 12-week book. Uh, Gabby is going to be doing uh, The Prosperous Heart as I move through uh, the listening path. So- Because the- I need to figure out what I got out of Artist's Way is that I'm in my own way. And I had no idea. I had such a blind spot that I didn't even know I had a blind spot in regards to, I, I never, all this coaching that I've done and everybody's saying fear of success. And I'm like, I'm not afraid of success. That's other people. I have, I have tremendous, I didn't never knew I have tremendous fear of success. I and love so, failure. Yeah. I love being in the quagmire. I love failing and sharing it. Fail and share, fail and share. But I, I, success, I don't know what to do with. That scares the hell out of me. So I'm doing Prosperous Heart. And because the Prosperous Heart is 12 weeks and the listening path is only six, I, uh, when I went through, like I went through the book and divided it up into, uh, into 12 weeks, which is fairly simple because she has uh, program? another 12 week program. What? Uh, yeah. And there's What's also, there, are we doing 12 steps again? There's also, uh, just so you guys are aware, uh, this will be going on hiatus for probably a year. Um, but Gabby and I have already talked, uh, we want to do these next couple books and maybe something else, but we want to move through the artist's way again, after we've you know, reevaluated. So uh, I guess we haven't really talked about the title. Uh, I brought up uh, calling it Finding Authenticity because the as much as you want to be like, you look out in the world and find like, to find who you are in respect to that, it's really that internal look. And that's what the artist, like the artist way teaches you that uh, a prosperous heart is changing how you look at money um, and you look at what abundance is which yet again, we, so many of us label ourselves in that, like we almost exclusively our socioeconomic status, like this is what I have, this is what I want. And so when I thought about a title for this and especially with myself and what I'm looking for, uh, finding authenticity, I think is really important. And I think it starts with letting go of these things that we see negatively about ourselves because we have to get rid of what isn't real to find out what is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's stripping away the garbage. That the, the authentic self is, is not the garbage that you put in front of the authentic self. And uh, I love it. I, I love finding maybe even uh, because we're, we're in the act of exploring and looking, seeking authenticity. Yeah. Ooh, seeking us. Ooh, I like that. Hopefully we I like that. End. So again, yeah. like the experiment process being with the experiment and fuck yeah, the experiment worked, Josh. Just saying we're in the epilogue. We called it the shadow artist experiment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that, Gabby. So there will be much yeah. more. So you don't have to, you don't necessarily have to uh, miss out on Gabby and I, and yes, Gabby, I will take it. We'll do seeking, uh, seeking authenticity. And I like it because of the sound. Okay. Sound. The, and the, 
And oh actually the heart. Oh my gosh, epilogue, sound, sound, sound. You're, you're, you're bringing it home, baby. I gotta turn my book back on, hold on. Sound. We're waiting on Gabby, everybody. Okay. That's why there's a blank spot right here. Words for it. I wish I could take language and fold it like cool, moist rags. I would lay words on your forehead. I would wrap words on your wrists. There, there, my words would say, or something better. I would ask them to murmur, hush and shh, shh, it's all right. I would ask them to hold you all night. I wish I could take language and daub and soothe and cool where fever blisters and burns, where fever turns yourself against you. I wish I could take language and heal the words that were the wounds you have no name for. Yeah. Isn't there someone in your life that you just would love to lay that on right now? Well, Gabby, thanks for that. Oh, that's how she ended it. That that's yeah. the epilogue. Just saying, that's Julia. Not that that wasn't me. That that was all Julia. Hmm, I love Julia. It has been a wonderful journey. And as scary as it is for us to close a chapter. It's just like as, what she says. Oh, and guys, as we close, as we say adieu to this chapter, it's on you. Go start your own group. Yeah, or just find, or just find someone to do it with and do it again. Do a podcast like we did, share it that way. Ooh, yeah. Talk about your journey because it's not going to be our journey. We'll tune in. We want, we can't wait to hear about it. It's been such a powerful experience for me. So mind blowing, so healing, so cathartic. I, I, I've done the me part. Now you do you. Yeah. Share, explore it. Do it. Highly recommend. And as we said, if you want to find us finding out who we are, uh, we'll probably put the link somewhere. Uh, so you guys can check us out on the new podcast before we come back to this and do a chapter two or season two, season two, right? Season and podcast season two of uh, the shadow artist experiment. Um, Gabby, I adore you. I am so glad to have taken this journey with you and to force you out in the street and make you do it as well. She got a dog guys. She got a dog. I got a dog. Uh, oh, She's showing, just for everyone who is not uh, watching, she is currently showing the beautiful Kelly, who is her dog. She's so cute and so tiny. She doesn't look that tiny when you view her on the camera, but she is a very tiny puppy. So as you can see, many changes have flooded our lives. Uh, some ups, some downs, some all arounds. And here we are at the end. Uh. <laughs> it's how we began the end. <laughs> yes. Bye, everyone. As you, as always, I am your host, Josh Bell, with the lovely Gabby. And, Josh. Oh, I love you, Gabby. And I love everybody who is listening and going on this journey 
with and without us. Bye. Bye.